Welcome to Therapy Hour with Gainsey. Uh, Ponzi's about to, I think, get speaker. And we've got three guests that have been vetted, so hopefully this episode is not a train wreck. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Can you hear me? I don't think it's evening for, oh, actually, yeah, I guess anyone in Europe. Yeah, it's evening somewhere in the world. Oh, whatever. The world goes by Miami time, so it's afternoon. How you doing today in the Miami evening? Afternoon? Not bad. Let's get our followers on. Or Absolutely. What's his name? Our guys on. Yeah, so we have three uh, hosts or guests today that have an interest- interesting story each. Our first is going to be Mr. Pepe DRT. Let me send him the link. Oh, no, none of them joined. They probably did, but, like, I'm, I can't see. Oh, I see one of them. <clears throat> Just add, add the guy that's requesting oh, yeah, right there now. Go. Oh, there's a couple. All right, we'll start with Crypto Loon. Um, Feyron, I did not see. That he... <laughs> I added him just because he, he's been in my DMs just sending me a bunch of alpha. <laughs> All right, cool. <laughs> he's just, like, add me a speaker. Cool. Hey, Crypto Loom. Hey, guys... what's up, guys? How you doing? How you doing, brother? Hey. Uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and start. I started uh, in crypto 2017. I think I bought Bitcoin at my local mall. I was walking by, and they had one of those ATM machines or whatever, the Bitcoin machines. I stuck 200 bucks in and had to, like, download some app on my phone. And I, I think they took, like, 25% <laughs> uh, initially. And then... Uh, I found me actually in the Bitcoin ATM business. I know. Uh, I got into Binance and I followed some guys on Twitter and then uh, I found the project Verge. And Hold up. 2017, you were already on Binance like early? Because Binance came out, I think, twenty late 2017. Yeah, I, I got into crypto late 2017. And so I, I got on... Uh, you see, I bought off the ATM machine and I started like Googling for exchanges and then I found Coinbase and then I saw that the fees are crazy high. And I think yeah, I Binance saw Binance in late 2017 had the whole like frenzy for people trying to make accounts. That was like August. September. You remember that? Yeah, Fuck. that was fun, dude. I, I, I almost yeah. sold my it's Binance so account. Yeah. I still have that same exact Binance account today, actually. But anyways, crypto loop continue. Uh, yeah, I saw some ad on there that like fees were cheaper on Binance or something. So I think I made an account and got in right before that floor. I had no idea what I was doing and uh, tried to figure out limit orders. And I think I found Verge on there. And then I just started dumping my money into Verge after McAfee shilled it. I think <laughs> it got it up to 25 cents. And then I bought in at seven. And then I just kept buying. He's coin of the day, man. Yeah. That takes me. I think I bought in all the way down to where it was like got to like a half a cent. And I just started creating a bag. And uh, as you guys know, I never did anything. Um, and so I finally like let loose with that one and then started following like Jeebus and uh, a couple other guys. And I started following their calls and just getting more involved. And then when uh, DeFi summer came along, I think 10 D's was my first big win made, I think 20 grand off that. And I was just like, Oh my God, like this is real. And I just, all right. So hold on. Hi. How much money did you lose the first cycle? Oh, in 2017? Uh, I yeah. probably put in grand total probably about $15,000. And I think I had maybe like, I'd probably say about 3500 bucks towards the end of the cycle. Not very much. Right. You know, I didn't have much money in there. I was just learning. Um, but I came right. in like right at the beginning of the bear. So I just lost everything. Uh, and then... You stuck around, so you're at you're you're literally at DeFi 1.0 because I, I made like 500k off attendees. I love that coin, <laughs> but that that was literally the start of DeFi 1.0. That like this was still when DeFi had like its dog shit cycle of actual stuff that has no uh, absolutely no utility. But go on. Yeah. At this point, you have how much money, and you're you're invested in what? Uh, I bought attendees and made 20 grand. I can't remember how much money I had. I think I put like 1,500 bucks in, which was like half my money. Uh, oh. 20k like is plenty at the start. Yeah, I had, I had 20k at that start when I had a million, and they made more money than I did by the end of that cycle. I did. Uh, I think I followed Messi after that and started doing the coins that he got into, which was uh, if I can remember, it was a uh, 
God, I can't remember the coins that he got into. Yeah, I remember MTA. Uh, yeah, MTA uh, was one of them. A couple uh, other ones. And yeah. I, I made big off of, uh, what was that orange one that had like Bitcoin uh, storage? I forget. Anyway. Oh, I, yeah. And I don't know Yeah, I made, I can't remember how much money I made off that, like 50 or 60 grand. And I was just like, oh my God, like I'm making money. And uh, I started playing with other coins. And then I remember Flood put a, a retweet up about, nerve and then deleted it directly afterwards and like i happened to be on and see it and so i just like dumped everything into nerve and i was like this must be some like hidden alpha that he accidentally put out and someone told him to take it down and then i just started accumulating and like trading it and by the time they went over to synapse and had a pump i made like 200 and something thousand dollars off of synapse Mm. just off that like the nerve to synapse transition and I was like, dang, I'm doing good. And then uh, I think I, then I was stupid with it and just started throwing it into random projects. And then it like dumped and uh, came back. And I was like, all right, it's time to play it safe. And then I followed Ansem into DeFi Kingdom back when it was at like $3. And followed that for the entire pump. I got up to roughly, I think about 450 on my account just uh, between like Jewel, Luna, UST, all their different pools that they had. And then uh, towards the I end... I don't know where this story's going if Luna and UST are included. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then I, I'd, I'd really put a lot of my attention into crypto as well as like my, my business I started. And so I was like really focused on that and like completely didn't pay attention to real life at all. Um, and then I remember there was a night my wife just came in and was just like, you need to start paying attention to me and get off your computer. And I was like, all right. And it was kind of more of a blow-up fight. It wasn't as simple as I made it sound. But uh, I just kind of left my computer alone. And I had most of my money, basically all my money in farms. And I thought, you know, I had some stables, UST mainly because I was a higher farm, uh, Luna, AVAX, all that stuff. And that was right before everything did the meltdown. And I kind of took a break nearly a month. And uh, I came back. And I had roughly about $11,000 in everything just because Jewel tanked, Crystal tanked, Luna tanked, UST disappeared. Um, I had a yeah, little bit of money. 450K to 11K in one month is pretty fucking brutal. Yeah, my, yeah, it, it was, yeah, it sucked. I got on my computer and I was like, this has to be fake, you know? And then just looking at the price, like the Jewel chart was just, just tanked completely. Um, just nosedived. So here's my question. Yeah, because my trajectory in 2017 was pretty similar. I started with just looking at coins in the morning on, um, fuck, what was it called? There's like a specific, back then, like, there was a forum that was bigger than Twitter. CT was still kind of fledgling. It was like coin, eh, whatever, some, some kind of crypto forum. And it would just post like all kinds of speculative alts. And I still had a job at that point. So I'm looking at the forum like every day, not working. And then as time progressed and I made more money, like my money kept going up and I kept spending more time looking at like forums or Twitter or, or anything instead of working. And my work skills kind of started to rust. And then at one point I, I just stopped working entirely. I wasn't taking, like, I was missing a hundred percent of work meetings, missing a whole bunch of like stuff with a bunch of friends. I was just paying attention to crypto, but where with me, I, I never actually stopped. I didn't take that one month break. So it sounds like because you were like looking more into crypto and not paying as much attention to your wife or your business, at first you took the same trajectory. What made you like pull back from crypto entirely for that month? Um, my wife. <laughs> it it, it kind of got to a point where it's just like you know, she was fed up with me not paying attention to her. And I kind of came to a point. I'm like, you know, money can be made. You know, what's the worst I can lose? You know, 100 grand, 200 grand. And I was like, I can make that money again. And so I just set it in the farms. I was like, I'll do something that I thought thought was foolproof. But of course, nothing's foolproof in crypto. And I just took that break. And I was like, I'm going to focus on you know me. I'm going to focus on her, just getting my relationship back in order. I'm going to delete Twitter, delete all social media. So I can't be bothered by, you know, pings and anything along those lines. And that really fucked me. For reference, what was your job bringing you at annually, like relative to what you had been making in all these plays? So during the crypto bear market, I worked construction and that was like, you know, I was just a laborer making about $55,000 a year. And then I quit and started my business right during COVID and I got into the NEMT realm and 
that starting off, I did pretty bad. Like I think I did about $85,000 last year. Um, and this year I'm doing better. I'm at right now we're halfway through the year and I'm at 60. So Congrats. Open to, yeah. And, uh, how did that journey, you know, slowly wither out in terms of crypto, by the way, when you were taking these, these plays, were you just like max betting? So like when you took the jewel play, were you like, all right, every penny I have all in jewel. And when you took that nerve synapse play, you were like, all right, everything I have all in. No, I, I learned quickly from like listening to different people, like don't do that. And so I think I only, I did max bet nerve because of flood when I saw him delete that. I was like, okay, I'm like, this must be like legit alpha because he deleted it within seconds. And so I put a bunch in there and then just got involved with like Aurelius and Socrates and all the other guys. And I was like, this is a legit group. And then I just dumped my whole net worth into Nerve um, and it worked. Flood's actually in here. Flood, do you have any recollection of what that tweet was you were referring to? I, I'm at the gym right now. I honestly have no idea, dude. By the way, Jim, very official bull market coach. For anyone wondering, like, what the fuck should I be doing with my time or anything? But, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't really have any re- recollection of that tweet. I mean, I try and not lose people money or, like, make people invest in dog shit. Obviously, everyone, you know, controls their own uh, destiny and, like, all, you know, whatever they choose to do with their money is their responsibility at the end of the day. But, like, no, dude, I mean, good projects with solid people, especially with no VC unlocks, they're probably going to outperform. Um, yeah, I don't know. What's up, therapy sessions, people? It, it's a rough time right now, though. I mean, this guy's story is like, I'm sure a lot of people can relate. We're like, a lot of money has been made. Um, by the way, I haven't sold a single sin for people who are constantly hitting me up and telling me like, oh, like, you must be dumping. My wallets are very public. And yeah, it's been like a $20 million drawdown. So um, trust me, not, even the bigger accounts are... Uh, yeah, it's brutal. You might as well yeah, be a fucking... Person on yeah, there, I mean, I mean, I, 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 just I, I that. wish I sold, you know, but like, no, in all seriousness, like, crypto goes through a lot of different cycles. Like, I don't want to like hijack or anything. I'm sure the music's loud or anything here, but like, there's always going to be this like cyclical nature to crypto, and um, it doesn't get any better quickly. Like, the market kind of tries to take everything it can from you, and you know, it's kind of up to you what you choose to do with your time at this point, right? Like, I don't think there's a ton of alpha in getting yourself chopped up and trying to derivative trade because if anything, that's way more difficult than it has been over the past, you know, bear market cycles. Not that it was particularly easy in 2019 or 2018 either, but if anything, it's like exponentially harder now. So it's not like research or it's not like, you know, there's anything even particularly good to do with your time right now, other than like, I think a lot of people neglected personal faults or even like, this guy was saying, you know, relationship faults or, you know, anything else that they kind of neglected in the pursuit of like money. And the only Ooh, way to but really... I'm going to have to cut you off, brother, because yeah. we're 15 minutes and we got more. No guests, worries. No worries. But... Sorry, 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 sorry. <laughs> you yeah, are right, bro. It. I mean, no, no, no. Just work on yourselves, guys. Like, trust me, even the bigger accounts are feeling drawdowns. Like, don't feel like you're alone or anything. Obviously, we handled it better. But yeah, anyway, sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> uh, Thanks, bud. You guys are doing well. Yeah. Take care. Thanks, Flood. Hey, uh, I just want to finish off with uh, I, I ended up the the feelings I felt after all it was done. Like I wanted to puke. I started like debating like on suicide and all that stuff because you know my wife. I think I put in the message that, that my wife wanted to start nursing school and I was going to pay for her nursing school so she could do that. And then when all that money was gone, we're kind of broke. So that really ah, sucked. It, see, it's still we're kind of broke, so you're still together. So that's good. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so it's kind of, we're just going to figure our way through that one. I, I was debating on like committing suicide, like taking out life insurance policy and getting myself killed. I was just figuring out, you know, it's dumb stuff so I could uh, pay for well, her. Why you didn't do that? Yeah. I, I, I also, I don't think that shit works. I'm pretty sure there's a clause in there that doesn't get it paid out anyway. I, I was getting to look through that and like figure out whether it'd be like someone murdering me or, just, or some stupid illness or whatever. Yeah, but I, yeah, like you said, it's dumb. Definitely um, don't do that. You would have left, uh, and to anybody listening who's in a similar situation, it's never the answer you're going to leave and ruin way more lives than, um, you know, if you just were broke. So yeah, definitely. Like today I feel so much better. I, I, it's money. Um, but I'm happy I did not make that decision because I'm happy to be here alive with my friends and family. So Look, how do you cope with the losses today? I, I try not to think about them. <laughs> it never uh, worked for me. Like literally 2018, 2019, early 2020, couldn't take my mind off those losses 
I think uh, I, I viewed it as like magic internet money to begin with. And so I was like, oh, this isn't all real anyway. And if it's there, it's there. If it's not, it's not. And when it all disappeared, it really sucked. But then I think because I never like put it into like a bank account, it never really fully struck. It, it was just numbers on a screen. And so it sucks, but not I don't think the full hit's like leaving like your bank account, if that makes sense. Yeah. I've always treated my net worth as my bank account though. That's my downfall. <laughs> Maybe. Um, I wanted to ask you, I, I don't know if it's sensitive yet, but have you left the casino? If you know what I mean. Like are you still playing and uh, you know, taking shots at random shit coins or what's your what's your journey look like now? hundred percent. I'm still playing. Yeah, I'm not leaving. Yeah, that's that's what that's a reoccurring theme around here. Well, I mean, as well, you shouldn't leave. Yeah. Only way you're going to make that kind of money back is presumably through crypto. Correct. I'm not being stupid. I, I'm not hundred percent allocated into jewel farms by any means or anything like that. I am mainly into stables, and then just taking instead of doing like fifty percent or seventy five percent portfolio transactions on derivative or anything, I'm doing more so like five to ten percent. Making you know a little bit at a time, or losing a little bit at a time is a lot easier to cope with. Fair. Well, thank you for sharing, Crypto Loom. Let's get our next uh, guest on. Do you see him in here, or should I? Uh... Oh, it's all on you. I don't even know what their names are, bro. Hey, cool. Yeah, that was a. Oh no, I, I do see him. I see him. It's at Crypto S. Oh, actually, they're both here. My memory recalls better than I thought. Are you talking about Mr. DM- DRT? Yeah, both of them. Either one. We're bringing in Mr. DRT, Crypto Lumosa. I'm glad he dealt with that the proper way. Unfortunately, that does go south. It does go south. What's going on, fellas? Hey, you got hey, some, got some mic, relay. mic relay. I don't know if I'm, I don't know if I'm the yeah. only one that can hear it. Um, if you're on a phone and it's laying on the table, it could just be like echoing back into the mic, so pick it up. Or if you're using speakers, just back away from whatever speakers you're using. Try again. Try again. Okay. Uh, is it better now? No, no. What about now? Uh, test, uh, test, test, test. I'm, I'm, I'm hearing myself I'm hearing loud, loud and clear. And clear. I don't know if it's I just know if it's just my phone, but uh, again, are you hearing relay on that too? Hello. Hello. Oh shit, my mic was off. My bad. I was just talking oh, with him. I thought no mic. Yeah, no, no. Get him. Um, get a uh, crypto. The, the other guy on while the first guy works. All right, uh, Mr. DRT, just stay muted. Try to figure your shit out while we wait. We're gonna bring on another guest. Um, I just yes. sent him an invite. Yeah, he, he's on a like an undoxed account because he didn't. Want I remember. Deal. Yeah, but I don't see his undoxed. You're not account. supposed to say he's on the undoxed account, but. I mean, not that it matters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't see him in the request. I just sent one to his personal account via DMs. All right. Well, we're going to take a random then. All right. I'm going to recognize. (laughs) We got a milady in here. Yeah, I saw that. Crypto Sultan, how's it going? Yo, what's up, guys? How you doing, buddy? I think I recognize you, but I'm not sure. But yeah, let's hear your story. Yeah, so you guys are just sharing like your uh, rise to riches and the fall of despair. Mm, no, never mind. Okay. Don't actually know what the show is. <laughs> Let's try this again. Anybody in here who's listening and does have a story, make sure to DM the uh, Gainsey Therapy Hour account or my account so I can read up on some stories while we bring some people up. And if I recognize your profile picture, we'll bring you right in. But please don't request if you're just going to hop in and be like, hey, you blocked me once, Gainsey. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of those. Yeah, no surprise. I, I, I feel like the milady kind of has to be down bad. Well, smart move, it. so. <laughs> Depends on how you look at it. Did you just add somebody? I just heard somebody. Uh, yeah, connect. yeah. All right, let's try, let's try DRT again and then just mute your mic, Ricky. Not much I can do. Was that only my Yo, I'm trying to find my uh my headphones, but is it still echoing? Yeah. yeah. Okay, yo, 
Let me find my headphones real quick. Oh, you Whenever you're done talking, just mute yourself. And then when we go to speak, you know, just do that. And then it won't pick us up. But you like as you're talking, you know, have it unmuted and then mute yourself so we can respond. Vice versa. Maybe that could work out. Okay, so just do it now, but just mute myself. Like after I, after I'm done. Let's just go, go, go. All right, so started last year. I got into crypto, um, a little over a year ago, last April, and knew nothing about it at the time. Literally just got my student loan refund back, so I had like four grand. I'm like dead broke at the time. Uh. Working full time, going to school full time. What's up? Gonna need you to speed up the story here. Yeah. So long story short, put six hundred bucks into a shitcoin Elon Gate. Within like two weeks, turned into fifty k, um, and then flipped it. Few others within the next week. Uh as token and then caboose i think it was oh my god had like you want a lot of bsc can yeah literally only bsc like nothing else like just straight bsc shit coins (laughs) um but yeah long story short 600 to like quarter million within like less than a month um and then the last play, I was like, all right, I'm just trying to hit a milli. <laughs> uh, went into this one called Save. Went up like 3x, but then literally just like went, woke up one morning. It was I was down to like 60, 70k. And I was just, it's crazy how your mind works. Like you think you had this one number and then 60, 70k was still life changing to me at the time. Um, but still I was like, I got to make it all back. So literally within that 60, 70 K I just overtrade to zero. So within two months, $600 to a quarter million back to like zero. Good job. <laughs> um, well, that's, that was pretty rapid, um, short lifespan of net worth. But I can't say I haven't done something similar. Um, how are you coping with that now? Gym, running, lots of amphetamines. I mean, same way, same way everyone copes on here. Like, All right, I got bored. Yeah, that, that all sucks. Um, but my guy, BSC Casino, made money fast, lost money fast. That's not down that bad. I mean, okay, it, it is down pretty bad, but you know what I mean. Well, like, I have a milady in my DMs who sent me a, a pretty good story. I don't know. Ooh, Wrecked Pleb is here, actually. Let's get him on. I think that his uh, mother language is not English. He might struggle a bit, but that's all right. Let's see how well he can compose some English. Um, I just added him. I don't see him, though. I think my phone just froze. You see him, Gancy? Um, I thought you added him. Here, I'll try. Add a speaker. There's also a lady in here that apparently has a really good story, but for some reason I'm not seeing the request. Hello, Ponzi, can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you. Okay, hello everyone. Okay. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I'm doing good. Um, okay, starting off with how I got into crypto, it was... Uh, uh, start of I think 2018 or maybe December 2017 uh, just at the top of the last cycle bubble uh, I got in like a thousand or two thousand dollars I think at that time and got drawn uh, at the start of the uh, I think January 2018 and went up like 10x within I think 10 to 15 days uh, what I didn't sell and later on it uh, went down and but I kept on investing throughout 2018 2019 uh, during the downtrends as well. Um, uh, some of my orders even went to zero. Uh, so I was straight down bad throughout uh, 
last beer market uh, i basically started off in the beer market so uh, i didn't have any experience of any bull run uh, so over the course of 2018 and 2019 uh, i invested about i think 10000 um, dollars and by the time covid crash came in uh, 2020 i was down to maybe i think 5 or 600 dollars um, but i added a bit more i think i added 500 dollars more so i had a 1000 dollar portfolio in march 2020 so from there um um okay uh, one more thing i i never ever uh, used leverage trading uh, neither during 2018 2019 or or during this bull run uh, only uh, bought spot alts um so 2020 was quite good i went from i think uh, $1000 to 50k uh, before bdc broke its all time high um but i still i was in spot alts um uh, and i never leverage traded or uh, neither any decent stuff uh, i mean the the high apy defi stuff not not even those i mean just ethereum polygon qnt you know stuff like that very safe stuff so um by november 2021 i think i had at the top of my portfolio i think i had about uh 700000 so it was a 700x from uh, march 2020 to uh november 2021 so that was uh, that was a big number and i'm from south asia i'm from pakistan so 700k uh, purchasing power uh, is is like maybe 7 million dollars for you for you guys yeah guy in the village yeah So I guess my my first question yeah. is did you think about withdrawing anything at that point oh. when you have 7 million worth of purchasing power uh I never I'm uh, I have a job uh I never left my job uh I'm a uh, uh, a project manager I mean you maybe you won't appreciate that but it's a good job uh and I, <laughs> <laughs> I never left my job like yeah even during the bull run you're, i you're thinking project <laughs> instead of product but i mean that aside though at at the point where you had 700k yeah. which you said was worth about 7 million so technically you you would have been semi retired because you wouldn't have technically had another need to work if you didn't want to uh yeah which yeah. which brings me back to uh, did you think about ever withdrawing like you know any of the profits I think uh, uh, 700. I, I went from 200k to 700k within a week. Uh, my one of my alts actually uh, was listed on Coinbase, and I, I didn't actually sell that at the top of uh, Coinbase listing, and it gradually went down. So I was just, I was just uh, uh, waiting for it to go back to maybe the same level uh, in December or January. I think I, I actually waited for uh, the price to go a little up. Um, because i didn't sell at the coinbase listing so that was a major major uh, jump which i got uh, because of the coinbase listing so i didn't even have time to sort of you know process how much i had because i went from 100 to 700 or 8 my guy you don't yeah. have to process how much you have you look at the screen and it tells yeah. you exactly how much yeah. you have well uh, i, I think i was down, I, actually I, i was actually uh, i'm not full time crypto i'm actually doing uh, a job as well so uh i mean I, i do actually look at things all the time but um, you see since i'm not full time uh, i have other things to do so maybe i couldn't really process how much uh, at that time i didn't really actually process how much i had it doesn't really seem like you're that down bad then like if you're only crypto part time you made what you said was a lot of money but you never really thought about withdrawing the money hmm. and then you still got your regular job it, yeah Yeah, but you haven't said my my position power is right? not like yours, right? I mean, seven hundred k. I mean, I don't make hundred thousand uh, a year here. I mean, uh, the, the salaries here in South Asia isn't isn't like you know in US. So seven hundred k. I think there's yeah seven hundred k. There's a gap seven, between communication. Yes, because I'm I'm aware, but you're repeating yourself. Hmm. I, I don't think you're understanding my question. Yeah, please. Uh, You, you said it's worth seven million dollars, mm-hmm. and with seven million, you could retire, right? Oh uh, yes, yes. My question was, why didn't you? Oh, I mean, I never thought about retiring. 
you know, uh, because I went from 200k, I think to 700k within a few weeks, within one week, I think. So I didn't even, you know, have time to think about, you know, I didn't have any targets in my mind that, you know, if I get to 700 or 1 million, I will retire. I was just, uh, uh, you know, uh, enjoying, you know, what I had. So retirement wasn't really on my mind uh, anyway. So uh, I didn't plan to retire even if I had like a million or two million. So, uh, yeah, so maybe that's your answer. I guess. But then you don't feel all that bad, right? <laughs> I do. Uh, I do think about it. Because, because I mean, what I'm disappointed uh, about with myself is, uh, major disappointment is that I'm not a natural legion, right? I, I never use leverage trading. So when, when, when things started to go down in January and February, uh, I had about still, I, I sold my alts because I knew uh, in the beer market, you know, how things uh, go down. So I knew there was only, because I was through 20, 2018 and 2019 beer market, I knew I just had the initial bounces to play and just to make some extra money, right? So uh, I, I had like 200,000 USDT. I converted all my alts into USDT. Uh, but then I started sort of trading and uh, it went down to like 50K. Uh, and then, you know, the most, uh, uh, the biggest mistake which I did was that I went into uh, uh, dog shit. Texas coins, um, and I actually ruined my portfolio from 50k to to you know very little within a four four five weeks period. So the most disappointing thing for me is that because I'm not a natural legion, I never use leverage trading, always uh, uh, bought spot alts and very safe alts. So uh, apart from losing money, uh, I actually lost uh, lost my mind for four weeks. And uh, because of that, I lost my, you know, four years of struggle. So that is the most disappointing thing for me. Not, I am down uh, because of the money as well, amount of money which I've lost. But I went against my own rules, my own uh, uh, set of rules which I had for myself uh, for four years. So that was actually the most disappointing thing. That's usually how chasing losses goes. Hmm. You end up having to become more degenerate just for a chance to make back what you've lost, oh. which is a catch-22 because you're more likely to lose that, etc., etc. Oh. But it does make sense. I guess, what do you do now to cope with it? I'm, uh, I'm still working. Uh, I'm just trying to, uh, I'm trying to get, a, uh, get a new job in, in, in this industry. They, uh, I have lined up a few interviews, so hopefully I get there then. Uh, I think uh, I think that's that's the only way I see you know uh, to get into the industry twenty four seven professionally as well. I think uh, uh, that's uh, my plan. Uh, but thinking about it, I actually think about my losses. I mean, a couple of times a day. It was pretty bad in March and April, uh, but now I think um, I'm I have recovered like eighty seventy eighty percent now. Uh, so now focusing on you know how to go ahead with the rest of uh, the year and uh, maybe plan plan ahead. Wait, you made back eighty to seventy? No, 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 no. No, I have not made back. I mean, I'm mentally uh, I have recovered seventy to eighty percent now. I think. Oh, yeah. I got you. All right. Hmm. Are you uh, are you still at the casino? Are you playing as well? Um. Um, whatever I have, I think about five or six K. I still have that, but I'm not putting in extra money now. I'm just waiting uh, for uh, for things to settle down. Maybe give a direction. I'm saving money now. Uh, I will not put in more money. I'll just whatever I have, I'll just keep it, and uh, I'll just try to see how that goes. And when, if and when things go down bad, I mean, uh, if if uh, overall market goes down even more later this year uh, then maybe I'll try to put in more money uh, but the most I think thanks uh, oh, yeah. for coming on buddy yeah. <laughs> I brought a go ahead I brought, I brought up this Milady tweet Dow um, had an interesting story DM'd it to me via thread I really didn't even read it all but curious <laughs> to see 
How it goes. Hey, Milady, you got a mic? Hi, I do. You want to go ahead with your story? Yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. Um, so, okay, so 2020. Um, I am living with my mom. I sleep on her couch. It's a two-bedroom house. My brother and my mom. I have no private bedroom. Um, I'm on 4chan a lot. I'm just, like, scrolling through biz, and um, I get a tip to invest in the geyser, which is, like, a staking protocol in Ampleforth, and it's, like, the guy says, don't think about it. Just do it. Tomorrow is going to, it's going to blow up. I buy Ampleforth, I put some money in it, and it blows up, and I make more money than I've ever had in my life. Um, and then um, I am I like dedicate myself to just being on biz all day, um, and uh, I uh, I forget where I made a post about it, but my mom like uh, would talk to me while I was on biz, and I'd show her, and she'd think that I was an idiot. And then um, I get into yam farming. And then it's the first couple of days of yam. I'm, I'm having a great time because ETH fees are really low. So I can just like play around and it's exciting. And I'm in Discord. How much money do you have time. at this point? Would you say? Right now? Said, yeah, it's the most you've ever had in your whole life. Like what's that number look like? Oh, well that at the time, that was $20,000. Okay. Um, so that was $20,000. That, that was, I had more money before that, but um, I went to college and I spent it all obviously. So that was this was more liquid money than I've ever had before, um, and uh, yeah, played with Yam, had a great time. Crypto felt very accessible, and I made a lot of money. Um, I get to be almost six figures at this point, um, and then you know, feels things feel really good. I'm just going to zip to the story. Things feel really good. I get a house. I'm like trying to be more involved in crypto, kind of like half time, full time. I get my own place. I move out of my mom's. I rent a cool car. I start dating girls, right? It's a good life. Um, and then it's what, 2021, um, you know, we've been hitting these peaks in like 40Ks, 50Ks for a while. Um, everyone is saying like, Gainsey was a huge celebrity to me. And one of my first posts on Twitter ever is like uh, an FF friend follow Friday or whatever. I have no followers, but I post it anyway. And I'm like, Gainsey, you mean so much to me, right? I don't, he never responds. No hard feelings, of course. But I had all these attachments. <laughs> I no recollection of any of this. Of course you don't, you motherfucker. So I, I have all these attachments to these characters on CT that, that I don't know personally, and they don't know me. Um, and they're all posting things like, oh, we shouldn't be allowed to have this much money. It's so fucking crazy. Like, oh my God, you know, like we should be criminalized, like just crazy shit. And I, um, I feel like I've made enough money at this point where I'm starting to feel greedy. I'm feeling greedy. I have like two, 300K in the, um, in my accounts. I'm, and I took some out, um, to like play with. And, and I made a movie with some of the cash that's important for in a moment. I took out this money to make a movie. I look at everyone around me. And I get jealous that they're going to make a lot more money because they seem very confident. Loom Dart, um, Gainsey, Canner and Clark, like everyone's kind of dunking on each other in a fun way. And I want to be a part of the club. And so my bias was down um, and I get, I didn't get peer pressure. I did to myself, right? But I just fucking, I went, you know, 2X long at fucking 52. And my liquidation is like 29, um, and then, so it's my birth. Uh, well, okay. That comes in a minute. Uh, so we start dropping, right? We go into the forties. I I'm starting to get upset. I'm trying to ignore it. And I leave my positions open. I trade with my entire stack. I trade my entire account. I don't do any management. The it's going down. We're in the forties. I'm, I'm so down and I'm just trying to ignore the giant elephant in the room. We keep crashing over that over like several days in May. And I am, I, my heart is just panicking, right? Like how this was, I, I worked so hard to get this money. And now it's just like, I'm going to be looking at red. Do I need to invert my computer screen uh, so that it's a different color? And then I wake up on my birthday and I get a liquidation email from Sam saying that, you know, he's borrowed my money for an indefinite amount of time. And um, it was this weird complex feeling of like, um, kind of like a pathetic optimism where it's like, I'm an eternal optimist and that I always believe that like life is good, but it's hard when you have lost so much and you should realistically be angry about things. 
Um, so I lost everything. The only thing that I had was like this movie that I invested in, essentially, which I took my profits to pay for. So for the next, I had, I had this convertible. I had this girlfriend who was in college. I was renting a cool house in the mountains. Um, I, I had never gotten COVID. Like life was so good. Um, and everything was gone. So then, then for the next couple of months, I'm trying to trade because I don't see any other way where I can reasonably make the same amount of money that I've made before. So I'm like, I, I guess I have to learn how to trade. And it is the most painful experience to be trading and sweating and you don't sweat, but you get gray hairs, you don't know what you're doing and you're making $30. And then, and then you make a mistake and then, you, and then you're down $50. Well, this and I am you, familiar with. Yeah, it's, it's just, it feels like my time was, was exponentially well, you're, you're from trading the worst conditions possible and you're trading with much less money than you're used to trading. So yeah, yeah, well, that's well, so, much so like that my was... 2018, but going back to the long that you opened at 52 K since I, I've opened many along and I've been liquidated for quite high amounts. You said that it was like on your mind and you were like ignoring the elephant in the room. How often were you looking? Um, I was, I mean, I was looking every day, um, but it was more of the situation where I'm always, I'm attached to my phone, just constantly scrolling through Twitter, trying to gauge if there's a sentiment change, because I didn't know most of the money that I made was essentially from from luck and from tips. I had never really traded with any regimen that provided me stable revenue. So I was just attached to my phone, literally hoping that my my liquidation level wouldn't get hit. Well, that, again, that, that I do realize. So in the 40s, you're looking at it some, I guess. And then you said on your birthday, you woke up to a liquidation email. Yeah. How far away was it from your liquidation the day before your birthday? Um, well, it was like, you know, 30, 31, 32. Like I kind of knew that m my thought was I would rather lose it all than cut my profit right now, than cut my losses right now at 95% and have it go up tomorrow. And I, and then I, and then I'm a fucking idiot because well, I closed the bottom. You because I wanted to know if you thought about closing it. No one's ever closing it there. I'm asking you how you managed to go to sleep that night because I've done what you've done. Only I never fell asleep and I never stopped looking at that chart. I was trying to will the fucking number to go my way because that was yeah. my net worth on the line. Yeah, um, I think part of it is that I just always kind of... It's not that money isn't too, too important, but I don't know. I sleep like a rock. I... I I don't know. I, I don't know how I was able to sleep. Like I always knew that I would be able to try to do it again and that I shouldn't be so worried about it. So I, it's a good question. I don't know, but I just, I didn't want to close. I, I didn't want to take a loss and, and, and close the bottom. So I was prepared for it in a way. I was like kind of mentally prepared for it. Well, yeah, the, but, um, the closer price gets to your liquidation, the more you prepare for it, whether you want to or not. That's, sure. That's just the nature of it. Yeah, it felt very cosmic, like a cosmic joke. Like I knew it was going to happen and I was pretending to myself that it wasn't. Mm. I don't know if I've ever looked at that. I usually just assume something's going to save me at the last second. I get pissed when it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. It was very it, it was very rough. And then I, I, I moved back in with my mom for a while. Um, and... Uh, I, you know, like, I don't really know too much about trading. Like, I'm, I'm trying to learn, like, um, uh, like liquidity theory type stuff. I, I, but I don't know. I mean, like, I've made back a, a, a portion of what I lost. Um, but, you know, I mean, I just, I don't know. Every, I, I can't tell anyone that, like, is out in the world in reality about my crypto endeavors now because I look like a fucking idiot. Like... <sighs> losing everything and then still being on my computer in front of my charts like it's feel like a well, dummy and then don't into it it's only after you've lost everything and you need to make it back that you start exactly there. yeah so it's a hard period and my fear right now my fear 
is that, you know, Kobe said, like, the best thing you can do right now is stay interested. Right. That's what Kobe like said a, a little while ago. And I, and I and that sound and that resonates with me. Right. But. But. I imagine if I stay interested and I'm still here at my computer, you know, I'm, I'm touching grass, obviously. But if I'm still at my computer and I'm still talking about crypto and I'm still trying to invest and trying to find good opportunities and it doesn't work out if it's not if the cyclicals if the cyclical wave doesn't come as we all kind of expect and you know the having or whatever i will not only have botched this great bull run opportunity but i will have fucked up recuperating from it and i will that will really hurt because i'm in my 30s what am i going to be a 37 year old man like having lost it all twice that's my fear so that that's like a very common theme and in the past like i went through that specifically too and that was like 17 18 you know seven at the end of seven dude you're young as shit you couldn't have possibly gone through it 100 percent. the first cycle i was a fucking retard it's different because you're young you could actually fuck it up no i know but the point my point is it hits way different in your 30s man I it know what I'm saying. Seventeen and eighteen, there was a chance it wasn't coming back. It was like, holy shit, you know, like at this point, I'm fairly certain, you know, like crypto's here to stay. You know, everybody's it's it's like adoptions around the corner. It's not about is it if it's coming back. It's more about how long could it take before you know prices reach. Sure, sure. You know, yeah, that's yeah. That's I mean, that, that, that's a good point. It is kind of it, it does feel like a question of not if but when. However. I just don't want to be in my 30s waiting, you know? Because, I mean, like, get, maybe fun. Gainesy I've, knows. I've like, spent a few years in my 30s waiting. I just, like, if, you know, if you're in your 30s yeah. and you don't have a picture of a jet on your Tinder profile, no one swipes on you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you end well, up having to resign good. yourself to your situation. No, no well, yeah. Humor, dude. This is why the Fed hiked rates, because you guys made so much free money and didn't know what to do with it or didn't know how you guys made it in the first place. So, Jesus, yeah, but no you have dude. a sixth sense for whenever someone talks about jets. Anyway. <laughs> but uh, anyways, you don't want a girl who's swiping on your Tinder because of jets. Yeah, in mind, buddy. Yes, um, of course, of course, of I course. I understand his sentiment. Like, if you yes. want swipes. But uh, outside any of that, you ask, you know, how you keep going. It, unfortunately, the way this works is you end up having to resign yourself to the fact that the only way you're making that money back is through crypto. Mm-hmm. And then you end up realizing you feel a lot less employable in whatever you did before because you spend so much time on crypto. <laughs> and so it sucks you in. And then you realize you're making a much larger like time and financial investment. But at the same time, it's the easiest thing to dive into because you've already dived into it. Mm. It's a lot harder extricating yourself out of it in a shitty life situation and then going back to whatever it is that you were doing before. Very, good, very nice point. Very nice point. It's so it's you, yeah. I, that's that's great. It's almost like stay in it in a way. So what do you do to cope with the losses? Um. Well, I have a job that pays pretty well, um, to a degree. It's a job, of course, and that's taxing. Um, what do I do to cope with the loss? It's an elephant in the room. Um. I'm just trying to maintain a certain lifestyle so that I will regain everything that I've lost with these regular systems of income. And I'm just trying to keep myself happy and like fit and active and social until I reach my previous prior net worth high because it's obtainable. Um, and so I, I, I really won't feel complete until I get back to that level. It, it, it's not like it's, my, it's $10 million, right? It's not super high. I feel like it's an it's a obtainable goal. And I want to hit it. So I, just, I really want to get back to that goal. And then I'll feel like I'm at a really good place of having um, liquid cash and a lot of potential. So Makes sense. Yeah. Any observations you've made throughout the cycle? Any advice you'd offer? Um, my God. Uh, well, I, I, I probably won't play with my full account ever again in that way. Um, I will definitely manage because m- most of my net worth was in crypto. And so the loss obviously was catastrophic. So I would section off what I'm playing with. 
I think it's really important to lose. Like, um, I still think it's really important to have losses and to take risks, obviously. So I would section off smaller buckets of cash and still throw myself at projects and be, you know, feel free to be a little bit reckless. I think it's really important. And I, I, I think crypto is still really fun. Um, yeah, I, I think what makes me still have the confidence to continue to play in crypto, even if it is a little bit painful and kind of like shameful almost in certain circles is that um, I had a really good time playing with certain um, things like Yam and early, early ETH. And I think that having so much fun and having like a visceral emotional connection with some things um, keeps me involved. And so I don't know if I, I if I, I want to find that again, I, I want to find that fun element again. And then um, I'll feel like I'll feel like a little bit, a little right. happy. And I, I would suggest that to other people, I guess. And that fun element is usually making a lot of money. And then we're doing to make that a lot of money with what was fun. Yeah. But well, I mean, I, I, what an exit you made there. Well, I guess in, in summation, like, and this seems to be a theme with most people, they want to work within crypto regardless of, you know, whether they've made a lot, but especially if they've lost a lot and they're looking to recuperate it because they want to stay within the space and they need to make money or some sort of sustainable income. So it seems that most people do want like jobs within crypto. And that's, that's a newer thing with this cycle. Last cycle, there were no jobs in crypto. We were just fucking broke. It was just no jobs in reference this time around. There's actually a lot of work. So I guess that's some silver lining. This is true. And then people trying to trade these conditions. And yeah, I absolutely do not trade these conditions. But there's also like, and this is a stranger theme. People say, I didn't leverage trade. I was in safe alts. <laughs> like my brother. There's no such thing as a safe alt. Go look at the drawdown of any alt ever. That shit's like 90% plus. None I of forgot. this is safe. I forgot which of those guys I wanted to tell that one of my biggest regrets was not having like a stable income in the first cycle so that I didn't have to rely on fucking closing trades and fucking making profits rather than, uh, than like well, being all eventually you get to the size where that doesn't matter. And then it's, it's as though you didn't have a job, but yeah. shit. Should I try one of these. I got five kind of knowledge. I got go. what I was going to say. Yeah, I've got to go in a sec, too. Mm, shit. I, I had something very specific I was going to say to wrap things up, and now I just cannot for the life of me remember it. Because one of the guys just bored me, and I was smoking weed while he was talking. It went on for too long, and I don't remember which it was. I love how you kick them out. It's, it's incredible. Well, got to preserve time so I can waste that time saying almost nothing, trying to think of what I forgot to say. Indeed. I'm sure I'm going to remember it the second I close the space. Anyway, thank you everyone for joining. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Therapy Hour with Gainesian. We'll see you next time.